Good morning. Today is Today is December the 11th. 12th. Yeah, the year is 2023. This is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts. Here we go. Let's get going. Boom. Good morning. Um, hey, we sincerely need your prayers. You know we'll be leaving out for Orlando, Florida uh, this week, a Thursday morning. And uh, we got two right here that are under the weather. And we really need them to be healthy because we're going to sing in Florida. So would you lift them up in prayer? We're going to sing Children Go. Children Go. Sang bass. Mama sang bass today. <laughs> Daddy sang tenor. Daddy sang tenor. Me and little brother joined right in there. That was a Ricky Skagg song. Amen. Thank you for being here, even sick. Uh, let's not say sick. I just don't not have sick. much just, of a voice. Just don't have much of a voice and don't, can't sing. 
And Mama woke up this morning sounding like a man. Mama's same bass. She's like, oh. She's like, good morning, Holly. Good morning. <laughs> so what? What happened to you? Oh, happy Hanukkah, everybody. This is day number six of Hanukkah. Ah, the miracle of the lights. And we celebrate the light of the world. We kind of celebrate the light of the world this entire month. Hello. We, actually, we celebrate the light of the world the entire year. Every day. We're one of those people. We're one of those people that just love to praise God every day. Amen. So we want to say good morning to each of you. Hey, uh, towards the end of the service service the bible study i thought if you have a question or any any questions about hanukkah or any questions about anything uh biblically related or hanukkah or anything like that type on me and i'll try to leave a little bit of time at the end to uh try to answer a few questions if you have any and it's possible i can't answer the questions of course but we'll try so today we're starting in Proverbs 27. Proverbs 27. And uh, thank you guys for being with us last week as we we uh, uh, we did broadcast from the Smoky Mountains. And uh, we had a good time up there. We, we try to take uh, one period of time a year and get away as a family, go somewhere, rent a cabin, and go and just have family time. We did go out, and uh, one of my favorite things we did this time is we went to some, I guess you would say ghost towns, some areas in the mountain that used to be, 100 years ago, social there were, yeah, a social metropolis maybe 100 years ago, but nobody lives there anymore. And uh, one area was a whole town. It's called Daisy Town. It's up in Elkmont, and... All the houses are there. They still got the houses painted, and you can go into each house all the way down the street. Uh, but nobody lives there anymore. And then we went to another area to where we just walked up in the woods, and we, I took a lot of pictures of just chimneys standing where houses used to be, just right up on the top of hills. And it's like, you know, they had to ride horses to get up here and live here. It's... <laughs> It's just crazy the places people live sometimes. You could tell there's a whole community there 100 years ago. And I, and I just thought about how life changes. You know, and you could read a plaque and it talk about 100 years ago how the governors and the doctors and the lawyers and the elite would stay at this huge hotel, right? There's nothing left standing but a chimney. And then you go up into the woods, there's nothing in that community left standing but chimneys and rock foundations. All the houses are gone, nothing there. It's just amazing to me um, how quickly civilization changes. Right? Well, maybe that could play into uh, the very first proverb this morning. So we're in chapter 27 in our first proverb 27.1 says do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know 
what a day may bring forth. So here's the Proverbs. Remember, we're in a section of Proverbs. We're still in a section of Proverbs that was found later. There were writings found by King Hezekiah. And he was like, oh, here's some more writings of Solomon. And so he published these writings also, which they had found, and they made them known to the public, and they become part of your Bible. So we say thank you to King Hezekiah for doing that. Of course, he can't hear us, but, or maybe he can, uh, for doing that. But this is a wise proverb. Don't boast about tomorrow. You know, in this error we boast about everything we talk about everything we're going to do everything that's going to come but you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring right here i live in middle tennessee and i want to thank you so many of you guys checked on us when you heard about all the tornadoes hitting the volunteer state and some came kind of close to our area i mean red bowling springs is just what 10 minute drive so, yeah, they did come kind of close to our area. We live in the Cumberland Valley. We live down in an area, uh, the hometown people around here, it's, it's called Defeated Creek. And we have a, Cordell Hole Lake is here, and we live in the hills, and there's a lot of hills here. And so uh, we can get hit by a tornado, of course, but the hills protect you more from those kind of things than flatlands most of the time the tornadoes hit the flat areas like clarksville and gallatin and, and red bowling springs and lafette where you get up there and it's just a lot of flat land and uh i i think the count now somebody told me 12 people sunday evening i was told that 12 people had died but on fox news last night they said that they had found at least six had passed away and i'm and my heart goes out. I have prayed for the people that are victims and the families of those that are victims. And matter of fact, Joshua in here, my son-in-law, uh, a previous pastor of his, your pastor's uh, home was hit, right? And wasn't the family, wasn't their family right behind them? The family behind them all died. They all died. But all of them were saved. But they were all saved. So praise the Lord to hear that good news. Uh, uh, so him and his parents went. They took generators down there. Was that in Gallatin, son? Uh, yeah. Well, no, it was Madison. Madison. Uh, but destroyed their house, messed up their house, the house right behind them, hit totally, killed the people. Uh, what a terrible, terrible thing. And our heart goes out, and we do pray for it. I have been praying for the victims of the tornadoes right and the proverb right here goes right along with what i walked through last week and what happened yesterday because we don't know what a day brings we don't know what's coming tomorrow let's flip over and look at another couple of spots jesus speaks about this and i'm going to turn over right now to matthew chapter six matthew chapter six and uh he, he says a lot of things here, and it might be good. It, it could be. It's always good to read all of what Jesus says. But let's start with verse 31 here. And uh, he says, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we drink? 
What shall we uh, eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Now I'm in Matthew 6, 31. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. And here's what he's saying. At this point in time, this is before the gospel goes out to the Gentiles, okay? At this time, the Gentiles don't know the Lord. They're without God in the world. The gospel has not went out to the Gentiles at this time. Of course, Jesus ministers to some Gentiles. That's not the point. The point is uh, that upon the earth, it is the people of God or the people of Israel at the time. And that doesn't mean everybody in Israel is saved either. But as a nation, they're the people of God, okay? And he's teaching his disciples. He's saying, this is, this is what the people that don't know God act like. They're all the time they're worried about what they're going to eat. All the time they're worried about what they're going to drink and what they're going to put on and what they're going to wear. And Jesus says, I don't want you, my followers, to be like them. Quit thinking about and worrying about those things. And when, and that's what he's really saying is worry, being anxious. That's what he's really talking about here. Verse 32, for after all these things the Gentiles think, for your heavenly fathers know that knows your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. <laughs> now the Lord Jesus didn't say you ain't going to have any trouble tomorrow. Did he? He didn't say that. But he said, tomorrow will have its own trouble. Take every day as it comes. And here is, here's what the Lord says. Here's what I want you, the ones who believe in me, the ones who follow me. So that goes out to anybody that's listening to Daybreak. Any of you Daybreak guys, if you believe in the Lord, this word is to you. Stop worrying about tomorrow. Now, I needed to hear this this morning. I did. But why? Because Elisa's voice, she's not talking good, right? We got a concert this weekend, a, a concert in Orlando, Florida, and we're like, and then Sarah's, and, and, and as this morning before daybreak, I'm like, Lord, what are we going to do? I mean, we got this going on, and, and you know, we, we're going to drive for 12 hours, and, you know, is our vehicle going to hold up? All these things start running through my head in the last couple of days as we think about taking this big trip and going to sing for Jesus. And so I start getting ready for daybreak, and I look at number one, and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go over here and let's read Jesus' words. And I read that, and it's like the Lord just hits me in the chest. Stop worrying about tomorrow. You seek first my kingdom. Son, remember, you... Put your focus on me and serving me. That don't mean you won't have trouble on the trip. <laughs> but don't worry about it. I got everything covered. All you need to think about is you represent me. You serve me. You use your talents, you and your family. You do what I've, use what I've given you to serve my kingdom and to serve my people. And you let me worry about all of that. <laughs> and and I thought about that, and I'm like, well, 
Amen, Lord. And I needed it. I needed that. I needed that. And and I understand. It doesn't mean that there won't be trouble tomorrow. Doesn't mean a tornado won't come. It doesn't mean that eight hours down the road the vehicle don't break down. But I belong to the Lord. And if it happens, he will do something good out of it. Can you say amen to that? That's how I'm supposed to live my life. That's how we live our life. Trusting Him. Following Him. And even if something comes in the way, saying, Lord, this is your day. This is your day. Our Father in heaven, give us this day and our daily bread. Let me serve you this day and not worry about tomorrow. James says the same kind of thing. Now, James, I'm going to flip over to the book of James chapter 4. Flip over to the book of James, chapter 4. Start verse 13. Now this James here, Yaakov, we would say Jacob in English, uh, comes out, James, is how it's read. This is Jesus' brother, like not the son of his father, but the son of his mother, Miriam, Mary. James 4, and I'm going to start with verse 13. And I guess I'm spending a lot of time here, but it really spoke to me this morning. I needed to hear this. Maybe some of you need to hear this as well. He says, come now. You who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Verse 14. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time, then vanishes. Right? Then vanishes. Think think about that whole community. A hundred years ago, everybody wanted to go. It was it was the there were pictures of that hotel packed with doctors and lawyers and governors and senators. It was the place to be. Now, it's nothing but trees and a chimney. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Our time is just like this. I also went in that ghost town. I went up to the graveyard. I took some pictures. I may post some on Facebook. But I took some pictures of uh, interesting gravestones to me that, you know, uh, I was looking at them and I was thinking, oh, Townsend. That's what Townsend's named off of. Ware. That's what Ware's Valley's named after. You know, and I'm just noticing the gravestones of people that the places around the mountains is named after. You know, Parton. And I was thinking, oh, that's, they're probably kin to Dolly Parton, right? Because that's the area she's from. And, you know, and I was looking at that dash and I remember hearing a teaching, you know, someone said that dash, you know. Because on a gravestone is born 1923 or 1889 dash 1957, right? That's all it is. There's the birth and the death and the entire life is that little dash. What is your life? It's a vapor. It's a vapor, right? Soon we will stand in front of the Lord. <laughs> So, so James says, hey, have this reality with you 
even as you make plans, don't boast. Don't be arrogant. Don't be boastful and prideful talking about what you're going to do, right? He says, uh, whereas you don't know what will happen tomorrow, it's a vapor for a little time, then vanishes away, verse 15. Instead, you ought to say this. I added to this. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will do this. If the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. See, we don't think about that as evil, do we? Therefore, to him, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Okay. Maybe I should get off that, that one. But to just say, guys, thank, thank the Lord for today. God has given us a day. Let's not waste the day. Let's number our days. Let's say, God, thank you for this day. How can I serve you in this day? Okay? How can I start my day with you? And that's one of the reasons we do daybreak. For some of you guys, we, we get on here and we start our day in the scripture together, right? So praise the Lord for that. What time is it? That one done the whole thing, right? So we will go to verse <laughs> two tomorrow. But I really did feel like that's important because when I'm reading those scriptures, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, Dana, what a difference. A day makes 24 hours, changes, lives, right? There are people that are here, and now they're with the Lord. Diane. Diane. But at least those that are saved, those that know Jesus, we, we get to say, hey, boom, they went to be with Jesus, right? But what about all the lost? What about the people that don't know Christ? What about the people that are snuffed out of this world and no one has gotten the gospel to them? That being said, I wanted to share something with you guys before we leave today. Uh, Mama, would you look and see if there's any questions, if anybody asks any questions? I don't see any questions. Okay, I mean, which is fine. I just wanted to be sure... If we had any, we will stay warm, Laura. One one thing I wanted to read you, okay? This is going to bless you. So if you're still here, hold on. You're going to love this. This was a post from uh, Middle East. People have been working in Gaza, Christians that have been working in the Middle East with uh, Islamists that have been converted. Listen to this. God is working in the midst of war. Huh? Don't make Y'all too, I know it's colder there. Amen, Laura was too. It says, over the past two days, this is just a report that my sister sent me yesterday. Over the past two days, we have ministered to hundreds of fathers who have lost most, if not all of their children in the war. As we move these men to safety, we feed them, wash their clothes, and begin to read the Bible to them. Sharing the way of peace through Jesus. We're talking about in Gaza. This is what your brothers are doing. Your brothers and sisters are doing in Gaza. Christians on the ground there. Let's lift them up in prayer. Okay, listen to this. 
sharing the way of peace through Jesus. Then a big miracle happened. Last night, <laughs> Jesus appeared to more than 200 of them in their dreams. They have come back to us to learn more from God's Word and are asking how to follow Jesus. Big article, wonderful article. They've been working there on the ground. God can save people right in the midst of the war. And God uses His servants. And as they give people food and they give people clothes and they give them a bath and they help them, they talk about Jesus and the peace of God through Jesus. And the people hear it and they're like, Jesus, I don't know anything about this Jesus. And then that night they dream. And guess who shows up in their dream? Jesus. And what they want to do the next day? Tell me more about this guy. He came to me last night. He was in my dream last night. How can I follow him? God is calling lost sheep to himself. This is what is important. This is more than important than anything else. This is one of... Our focus is to try to shake our lukewarm selves out of this worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, what we're going to put on. We worry about everything else, and we forget about the lost. I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying you do. I'm saying that this is a problem. Would you agree with me that this is a problem within our churches today? We're so caught up in superficial stuff. And we're forgetting to get the gospel to the lost. That's our main job. Because our life is a vapor and it's going to vanish and we're going to be before our king. And the problem is their life is also a vapor. And their life is also a vapor. And we need to point them to the Lord. And so let's be sure to do everything that we can do. You know, you can't do more than you can do, but do what you can do. And I'll do what I can do. And we try to get the gospel to people so that they can hear about Jesus. Amen. So let's just lift them up. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all of your servants in the middle of the war. God, I want to give honor and say to you, my Father, that I honor my brothers and sisters that are blessing people and helping people in the midst of their trouble, in the midst of the war. They're not fearing for their life. They're not worrying about tomorrow. They know their life is in your hand and they want to spend it for your kingdom and tell people about you. God, give them power. Give them anointing. Lord, let more dreams and visions come upon Palestinians all over Gaza. Lord, I pray for terrorists to be converted just like the one I shared Lord, that talked about how that Jesus came to him <laughs> and he was radically born again. And Lord, and how he just wept, talking about how he was blind and couldn't see the truth. And he was just so full of hate. And you took all the hate away and you gave him peace and you gave him love <coughs> for Israel and love for those who before was his enemies. And he understood things that he didn't understand before. God, may that happen. May you multiply your visions and dreams and call your lost children to yourself. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, Lord bless you. Bye, guys. See you, Lord willing, tomorrow. Bye-bye.